0: it's
1: time for today's worst day on the web with danny and dusty on odyssey and 1080 the fan well that sucks
2: look we have the vancouver ford text line yeah. it's a wonderful thing it is but it's also a way to keep you guys off the phone line wow. because we can't trust any of you
1: <laughs> wow <laughs> And you
2: yeah. would think that the college football coach, Dabo Swinney, would know a little bit better.
1: Well, not well. this is the beauty. Coaches shows in, in the South, especially, are a chance for the the...
2: The lunatics to vent.
1: Well, fans start calling like an hour before the show starts mm-hmm. to get in line. And they just get their opportunity to talk to a coach for the first time ever.
2: How many of those turn out to be uh, happy phone calls?
1: Uh, most of them. Most of them, not because. Look, here's the thing about it is that they're screened and callers are screened and like, look, there's a, this idea when you have a coach's show. Here, here's the deal. So you have a producer who's going through all these phone calls. You have a a radio professional who's alongside the coach, kind of guide the conversation and to make sure things stay on the rails. Then you have the coach there who just answers the you know the phone calls and is like, yeah, uh, you. We love to run the football. Yeah. Like every football coach does. And gives usually a canned answer. This went completely off the rails because this was one, the fan went rogue. Two, the producer didn't do anything about it. The show host didn't do anything about it. They'll but just let it happen. Dabo Swinney sure as hell did mm. do something about it. But I think instead of just having Dabo, I think you have to hear in fairness to Dabo, the caller. Because then you can get the idea of what actually happened. Because this caller, uh, it was so long. The question was so long. Rust had to break it up into two parts. Here's part one.
3: It sounded a whole lot like Tommy Bowden. And I'll tell you one thing. Tommy Bowden didn't make the the same amount of money as you do. You make $11.5 million a year. (laughs) Um, That second in college football, if if I'm not mistaken. Um, I'm curious uh, why that salary has led to a four and four. And I know we're going to talk about, you know, just being a couple plays away from undefeated and all that. Um, and I know you're a man of religion. I'm, I'm a big fan, Coach. Um, before you you categorized me as a, you know, being in the 1.5 percent, I was going to Clemson games, and my entire family, going back generations, has been going to Clemson games before you know when you're in commercial real estate so i don't i'm I'm not going to accept being in that 1.5 percent.
1: okay that was a minute and there was no question in there okay we just have tyler in spartanburg who's just going off just saying hey you make a lot of money before i ask my question you can't come at me because apparently it's Davos when he has a thing where the 1.5% of fans are, are all negative and they're not real fans and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. So he's saying, Don't you dare put me in that 1.5%. That was a minute. So, the, man, the man was framing it. To where the radio host or the producer weren't just like, enough, All right, is sorry, buddy. You got to go. All right. So what do we got here? What's the question?
3: I respect the fact that you're a man of faith. Um, I'm curious uh if you've ever read Proverbs sixteen eighteen Uh-oh. which talks about pride coming before the fall. Um, I used to I, I was in the military and I uh I uh was overseas for the big run. Um and so I I couldn't couldn't watch all the games. I tried my best and but I always watched the press c- conferences. Uh just for life advice and I appreciated all that. Something changed after twenty eighteen. Um, you're, you're humble, you're hungry and everything. And I, I always told people, man, Dabba just listen to his <laughs> press conference. But after that 2018 national t- title, something changed. And there seems to be a lot of arrogance that came in. Um, there was a lot of friends and family. I mean, three of the ten on-field football coaches are external, experienced hires. Everyone else. Was an internal hire that had no experience before, or was a former player um, or friend? So I'm curious, why are we paying you $11.5 million to go four and four? (laughs)
2: Finally! Got to a question. You need the Dave Chappelle wrap it up box for this guy.
1: My goodness. That was two minutes. In 10 seconds of this this guy framing his question, right? God. With nobody stepping in except for you hear Dabo at one point, you just go. (laughs) The A to B there
2: had 47 stops.
1: Okay. Okay.
2: That man went to the Piggly Wiggly and ordered everything on the menu before coming back to B.
1: Yeah. And that was something, man. Good gracious. Yeah. Yeah.
2: And we haven't even got to Dabo's answer.
1: No. But I, I think that because you and I both, like the first clips that came out were nothing but Dabo's answers, yeah. right? And that's what that's what I heard initially last mm-hmm. night. And I was like, what in the hell could a caller have said? Yeah, because
2: I sent you the link last night because it was ridiculous.
1: Yeah, to elicit that response mm-hmm. from Dabo Swinney, okay? With everything that we just framed there,
2: Tyler and Spark. It makes, Spartan it makes a lot
1: more sense. We now have... A three-part Dabo Swinney response, okay? And here is part one from Mr. Swinney himself, who, I want it to be known here. I have made it very clear over the years, I am not a fan of Dabo Swinney. Oh, no. I think Dabo Swinney is, in large part, like, he is a very good football coach, sure, and he does get guys to buy in. I think, he's, I think he's pretty phony. No,
2: no, there's, there's some phony stuff there for sure.
1: Like, there is the name, a lot of- The
2: name, image, and likeness of God lines still- res-
1: And he, he look, I, I give him credit, and I do not judge him or hold anything against him for being a religious man. No, I don't either. But- you, We share
2: the same faith, but I rolled you, my eyes when I heard but it.
1: But if you are going to sit there and tell me that you have not treated your athletes like crap at times, and you have not- judged them and held things against them and held things over them. B.S. Dabo. He yeah. holds himself like he's a holier-than-thou type yes, character who has done nothing wrong. Look, our,
2: our Tyler from Spartanburg, he, he had the arrogance part right.
1: And all he wants to do is kind of have his thumb on the scale at all time. He wants to hold his thumb down on the scale of, of these guys. So here's Dabo's first response to Tyler and Spartanburg.
4: All right, all right. All right. The What's fan? this guy's name? Tyler. Hey, Tyler. I've, I've listened this to time. enough of you, Tyler. Listen, uh, you can you can have all your opinions that you want, all right? I don't know how old you are, don't really care, all right? But let me <laughs> tell you something. Uh, we won 11 games last year, and you're part of the problem, to be honest with you, because that is part of the problem. Oh, my goodness. It's people like you that, do, that all you do is ex- the appreciation, the expectation is greater than the appreciation, mm. and that's the problem. And so, you know, We've won 12 10-plus win year, seasons in a row. That's happened three times in 150 years. So if you want to know why, Clemson ain't sniffed a national championship for 35 years. We've won two in seven years. And there's only two other teams that can say that, Georgia and Alabama. Okay? Is this a bad year? Is this a – yeah. And it's my responsibility. Take 100% responsibility for it. But all this bull crap you're thinking and all these narratives you read – Listen, man, you can have your opinion all you want and you can apply for the job and good luck to you.
2: He didn't take 100% responsibility because he just blamed Tyler from Spartanburg right out of the gate. You're, You're part, part of the, part, p- of the, part, of the You're part of the problem. A fan is part of the problem.
1: Yeah. yeah. Or The expectation is greater than the appreciation.
2: I hate, I hate how he has a saying for everything. <laughs> I think that's the thing about me that bothers me is that I, I told you before, I've mentioned my, my old uh, uh, chief. He is a guy who had a saying for everything, but it made sense. The, the, the fans aren't responsible for anything that you're doing or not doing. Here they don't have, uh, impact your recruits. They don't impact your play calling. They yeah. don't impact your consistency or inconsistencies. That yeah. is that the, the second a coach or a player blames a fan, they've lost the plot.
1: Yeah. All right. Well, that is part one of the three-part Dabo response. There's two more parts, and they're just as good as this one. Um, Because Tyler from hears he hears, hears from old Dabo Swinney. We'll get you the rest next, Danny Dusty.
0: We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio.
1: Dusty on the Odyssey app and 1080 The Fan.
2: It's the rare two-parter. Worst day on the web yeah. where, we have the continuation wow. of uh, so Tyler oh, and Spartanburg so in the Dabo Swinney call-in show. Uh, we've already gone through Tyler's long, drawn-out yeah. two-part. Uh, finally, get to the question. Question.
1: That's right. And now, where you- which was we're paying you eleven and a half million dollars. Why do you suck? Why are we four and four? <laughs> <laughs> With a lot
2: of shots and barbs in in the uh, lead-up to the question. Yeah. And we've already gotten Dabo's uh, answer in part one, where he's blamed the fan for their existence. That's he's true. part of the problem. You
1: are part of the problem. Uh, while
2: taking 100% accountability, which is the, those two things are incongruent. He's not taking 100% responsibility it's because a, he literally good. blamed the fan the first thing
4: out of the gate. That's right. So now we have a part two from Dabo. All right. But to answer your question... All right, we're second in draft picks. We've graduated 98% of our guys. We're second in wins. What? All right, we, we, if you you'd want to know why, again, I'm telling you, we're not I perfect. Four and four? There's a lot of teams that, you know, Frank Howard never had a bad year. Coach Ford never had a bad year. Nobody's – Coach K has never had a bad year in basketball. People have a bad year. But the part of the problem is the appreciation. I used to tell people all the time. It'd say, what's the difference in Clemson? I'm going to tell you. At, Cle- at some places, there's an expectation, but at Clemson, there's an appreciation. Oh and what's God. happened at Clemson is, is we've won so much that even when we – it used to be the funds in the winning. Now, even when you win, people like you complain <laughs> and criticize the coaches and question everything. You, you, people like you, all right, when I hired Tony Elliott, to be the offensive coordinator who never called a play in his life. I'm sure you were critical then. All right? And he took us to two national championships. People like you who just dest- love to, to destroy people with your comments. All right? Okay. So it uh, came
1: full
2: circle back to the blaming the fan part.
1: All right. After – by the way, he brought up Coach K. Uh-huh. After Coach K's first tournament appearance mm-hmm. – you know how many years he was four or five hundred? Because right now Clemson is four and four.
2: Yeah. Ah. Uh, so he was there for what thirty-seven years? I yeah. want to say if I remember yeah. right.
1: So he I'm went. I'm gonna take three total. You, you're gonna a uh, five hundred or worse? Yeah. Yeah, that is way off because Coach K never went 500 or worse
2: really i thought they they made the tournament and they had a couple down years
1: they did not have a postseason bid in 2019 2020 because covid yeah the 2020 2021 season remember that i think they had to they had a postseason ban that year yes uh they went 13 and 11 that year oh so he okay. was two games over, over 500. Okay. he never never went 500 or worse.
2: Well after he went to
1: the tournament. After he made the tournament because they in, it was
2: rough couple of years of
1: stuff. In 1984. Yeah. That would be 39 years 39 ago. 39 years. Yeah. yeah. 39 years ago he made the tournament for the first time. Uh yeah, he never His early
2: record was rough.
1: His early record was rough, but for Dabo to say Coach K never had a bad year, not this bad. No. No.
4: No. All right. Um, So part three. Oh, there's more of Davo. (laughs) But wait, there's more. I'm sure you've never made any bad decisions. I'm sure you've lived a perfect life. I'm sure you've never. I'm sure you've led a bunch of people. I'm sure you do your job in front. So to answer Uh your question, I started as the lowest paid coach in this freaking business. Uh All right. And I'm where I am because I've worked my ass off every single day. And I ain't going to let some smart ass kid get on this phone, and create this stuff. So if you got a problem with that, I don't care. All right? I work for for the Board of Trustees, the President, and the AD. And if they're tired of me leading this program, all they got to do is let me know. I'll go somewhere else where there is an appreciation. All right? It's not just winning. It's how you win. And we are in a – this is a tough year. But we've had 12, 12, 10-plus win seasons in a row. 12, we lost to Tennessee last year. They won 11 games for the first time in like 20 years. We've had 8-11 win seasons in in whatever, 11 years or whatever. We've won two national championships. Clemson went 35 years, all right, probably since before you were born, your whole freaking life, and we've won two in seven years. And we earned it, and we beat the best of the best to do it. The best of the best. 12, 10-plus win seasons, so if you want to know why, that's why. Am I perfect? Nope, I'm far from it. I am, a, and I am a man of faith. Absolutely.
2: <laughs> Is he reading? Does he have like a bingo card to, to hit on? Uh, blame fans. Yeah, I earned yeah. it. Man of faith. Uh, call back to our past. NFL players. Yep. Uh, t- two titles in the last seven years. Like mm-hmm. he, like he has stuff that he goes to. Oh yeah. But he's also
1: not wrong. He's not wrong. No, and you know what? Fans are ridiculous. Yes. And that's that's where, like, the crux of this is, is that, like, you know, we've seen this with Nick Saban before, too, where, like, Saban will get testy with fans and just be like, God, do you guys remember what it was like before me? Yeah. Do you remember when Clemsoning was a thing? Yeah. Like, it was Couganit and Clemsoning. It was the two coasts had... It had Two schools that
2: would find ways to absolutely shatter oh, their fans' hearts.
1: They the two fan bases that could just capture defeat from the jaws of victory more than anybody else. Not
2: even like slowly take it; just rip it out. Yeah. I mean, they could pull it out of a gator's mouth.
1: And Clemsoning went away, and and Kuganit went away for a while mm-hmm. too. Like after the New Mexico Bowl with Mike Leach, like Kuganit the is no longer. that demon. Yeah, but. It was bad for Clemson. I get that from Dabo, but at the same time, like you cannot sit there and this is where Dabo is taking things personally. Mm. He feels that that power, and this is my problem, that's always been there with Dabo, is mm-hmm. he's always wanted his thumb on the scale, yeah. and to make sure that he was the guy in control. Like, da- and Dabo did start from the bottom. Yes. Like he was a guy that he was, was a he receiver in college. He just had to work his way up. Yeah. Like, and like, sure, I-, I appreciate that from him. That's awesome. That is really that is a really damn cool thing that he has been able to do. But the humility but is gone. With great power becomes great responsibility, and he is not handling this responsibility very well. Because guess what? Not it's harder to stay on top than than it is to climb up there. And when you're climbing up there, it feels like it's pretty damn treacherous, right? But to stay at the top is very, very, very hard. Nick Saban has done it. Okay? But ask Jimbo Fisher how easy it is to stay up there. Ask guys like Brian Kelly, who have gotten pretty dang close Kevin to getting someone. there and fallen down. Right, It is really hard mm-hmm. to stay up there, and very few people can do it. And one of the reasons why the people that do it do stay on top is because they don't care about anybody else. Yeah. They really don't care. They either care about themselves so damn much that everything else is nothing to them. Urban Meyer? Or they care about... Yes he isn't mm-hmm. or they care about their legacy so much nick that saban. they will change who they are at their core mm-hmm. in order to stay on top and that's what nick saban yeah. has done nick saban has Nick adapted. Saban used to care he uh, used oh, to yeah. be
2: like Dabo. remember 15 years ago he we, that you could have told me that was nick saban and i would again like yeah
1: nick saban has changed who he is mm-hmm. to he has adapted to nil in the transfer portal. Mm-hmm. And Dabo is refusing to do that. No. And Dabo can feel it slipping away right now. Which is insane. That's where you get these responses.
2: Because he's from. the younger one. Yep. You would think he would be the one that's not stuck in his ways. And yet it's what? Saban's what? 72?
1: Yeah, something like that.
2: Something right right around there? Yep. And he's the one that's being more nimble than coaches half his age.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
2: It, it doesn't make any sense.
1: No. No, it doesn't. I but don't, I don't get it. Uh, I think that this is really funny. Because Dabo's one of the oh god gee all shucks kind Mm -hmm. of guy, he's he's falling away from that. Expectations go through the roof when you have the success that Mm -hmm. he's so proud of, and he should be damn proud of it all. No,
2: he should. And there's, but the flip side of that coin is the expectations come with pressures.
1: I love this text because I agree. I agree with this text so well on the or so much on the Vancouver Ford text line. P one Dustin says. Say what you will about Coach Prime, but I feel like he actually cares about the student athletes, like legitimately. Never got that from other uh, coaches. Dabo Sabin. they care about themselves and power. I agree. I do I love that about Dion too. Like even, I, I do. Even
2: on the offensive lineman, he's trying to get rid of. He doesn't hate them as people. It's a
1: slippery slope yeah. that he's on, but he he does care about his guys because Dion doesn't need coaching.
0: No,
2: he's financially fine. Yep, he's in, entirely okay. Yep.